0: A BBC journalist is put on the spot and it's pointed out in the most epic fashion by Elon Musk, live. Now this clip has gone around, it's viral, a lot of people are talking about it. We're gonna give you our take, our commentary and analysis and we're gonna discuss how it's a perfect representation of the utter hypocrisy that the media regularly puts on display And the complete lack of journalistic integrity that we've become accustomed to for as long as we can remember. And then we're going to talk about a moment of true Tradcon ideology clashing with the ideology of fit from the Fresh and Fit podcast in a YouTube short that Ben Shapiro published in which he's criticizing fit. And his appearance on the Valuetainment podcast, or it's actually a show from Valuetainment in which Fit describes his ideology and methodology when it comes to men considering getting married and how these two ideologies clash. And you get so much out of this one short YouTube click that it's worth talking about. So let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging With Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging With Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There's explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing, or you can buy some merch. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms <coughs> back to our normal setup. Yes,, <laughs> uh, we had some hangups last week, but and the episode was out late due to some of those hangups. But we still did not miss a Tuesday. Yes. we've had we've had late episodes before it's happened. Yeah. Sometimes not even because, like, scheduling conflict or, or anything getting in the way, just because, just like, we might have made a mistake with, like, scheduling the episode yeah. <laughs>
1: or there might have been, like, some sort of technical difficulty. Or even, like, I remember one time we uploaded an episode and there was, like, something wrong with, like, it would cut off. Yeah, it was like the file got corrupted yeah. or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But flat out miss a Tuesday. We have not. Yeah. And i I, I really I, I I know we had talked about it, and we were like, oh, well, I guess we're just gonna miss this Tuesday. It is it just is what it is. Yeah. But I was like, man, you know what? like I really don't want to miss a Tuesday, especially going into like when we're still like a, a Tuesday only show. Like I feel like I could live with it more like when we put out more content, yeah, like when we start having more content. I'd be like, oh, well, you know, it happens. But when it's just as of right now, just the yeah. Tuesday show, it's just like we got to put something yeah. out, you know. And and I was tired doing that episode. I, I yeah. was tired and, and, you know, I had to do it by myself. And then I was
1: actually excited because, like, when you're part of the episode. You know, I, sometimes I don't listen to the episode because, like, well, I was part of the recording of it, so yeah. I. But this one was like, oh man, I, what like what yeah. did he say? What yeah. were, what were the the, the you know K cartoon's thoughts? So so like I was excited because I, I listened to the intro, but I think um, well yeah, well I had to listen to parts of it, but I didn't listen to yeah because you know, I edited yeah. it yeah, but which is teamwork at its finest yeah. <laughs> because that's
0: why I was like, man, you know what. I had early morning tomorrow, but I could knock out the recording if at some point you could knock out the, the
1: editing and, and it, it worked yeah. well. Yeah, I was that was such a fucking wild <laughs> like day. And then and then and then I it, you know when when things are just not destined to go well. What yeah. do they call it? Murphy's Law. Yeah. I remember I had so I had been working out with the the vest you gave me. So I've yeah. been doing like stairs with that. So I had uh, to so to put it on, I put I, I put it on my com- on the computer uh chair. And that that was such a mess of a day. Like fucking you came through save the day doing the episode. I and, and then uh when I sat down, I had forgot I put the weighted vest there. So I kinda leaned back, kinda like on some like fuck, I'm sore, I'm fucking tired. Like so this fucking thing breaks my computer chair. I fall off the chair and I'm just I'm just on the floor like fuck. <laughs> Anything that could go wrong,
0: I mean, will go wrong. I mean, what? In, what? What possessed you to put a seventy-five? This is the a big, I on compl- a, on a
1: chair. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I forgot? Like I wasn't gonna leave it there. You know what? So, so I had taken it off because I, I I just used a chair to take it off and then I would take it off of there. For some odd reason, I just didn't remember it was there. So I'm sitting there and it was like it, it was like so straight I couldn't tell that. I w I didn't even think of it. So when it broke, I was like, this fucking chair. And I'm looking at it and then I see the vest, I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> so now so now I gotta get a new computer chair. But it was it was one of those days where like I like how the fuck everything is going wrong. Yeah. Everything. So the fact that like we still even with everything going wrong still able to do the episode that was pretty badass well and that's kind of when
0: i opened the episode i said it's funny like the, the uh, everything that they're throwing at trump obviously w- what we went through on that day was nothing compared to what <laughs> right? trump is going through but it's just the the mindset that he has on every day like basically for trump every day is like that with the way these motherfuckers treat him
1: yeah and
0: yep. he's just like persevering, persevering, working through it, working through it. And it's just like, how could you not want that as president? Yeah, yeah. You know, (laughs) just that alone. That's the
1: epitome of, of, uh, man, just quality, a quality human being because just it's easy to do shit when shit is, like, normal. But when it's constantly always, like, challenging. And to have accomplished so much because it's yeah. one
0: thing he's like, oh yeah, man, this dude made it through his four years and it was just like he was getting beat up every day but it was like, no, he made it through his four years and accomplished great things yeah and it took it took I'm going to use air quotations when I say this because I'm by now I know a lot of people know where I stand on the virus it took a once in a lifetime virus, the air quotations <laughs> to, to To get him out of office. Not just that. Once in a lifetime virus, uh, a complete dismantling of the economy, and a complete restructuring of the voting apparatus. Three things. Three, (laughs) three, monumental, catastrophic things to take him. And he still got more votes than any incumbent president (laughs) in history.
1: Yeah, that shit is wild. (laughs) Hell yeah, that shit. That, that's like, yeah, how wild is overnight, that? Overnight, we turned into a banana republic overnight. How th- that's what it took. You,
0: you managed to get more votes than any incumbent president in, in the history of the nation, and to get you removed, it took three once in a lifetime catas- catastrophes, yeah, for that for something like that to take crazy. Yeah, how crazy is that? Yeah,
1: it's really like wild. they
0: literally like they threw everything at him.
1: yeah. Um. That's why, like, having no excuses for, for a loss of, either loss or, or, or events or, or your feelings is, is, is just like, it's unacceptable because like, just do it. Like, if you're tired and you're like, fuck, I got to work out, work out, shut the fuck up, work out. If, if, uh, you have a goal, uh, well, damn, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, no budget better save. If you have anything that you want, like you just have to shut the fuck up and do it. It sounds counterproductive because a lot of people look at it like, well, you have to take care of your mental health first, but that's how you do take care of your mental health is by persevering when shit is not going the best. And that's how you do it, is remaining consistent and and, and knowing that you have to be dedicated. And so, well, I mean, seeing that, those are like the extraordinary examples, you know? Yeah. Um, and Mike Tyson talks about that. It's kind of crazy because Mike Tyson loves Trump. Yeah. Uh, Mayweather loves Trump. Um, you know, the, uh, he said that some of the best workouts or trainings that he had were when he didn't feel like doing it. It's like fuck, I'm tired. But that's that's when you push yourself. You're like fuck. It's like that little wall. And really, it isn't. You you think you feel tired because because every time that you felt tired and you go, let's say like, this is just an example, go to the gym. That shit goes away right away because you're just like all right, fuck, I'm in it already. I'm in it. I'm in it. And so that's kind of a little microcosm. You know, a microscopic outlook of like the just the the your life. Just like anything that you want, you just have to be adamant on on, on taking it serious. And we do take it serious. That's why there was a fucking episode on Tuesday. So, yeah. And then it's interesting
0: because all of that stuff that I mentioned about what what those three things that happened uh, with Trump to get him out of office. I talked about. In the episode that Charlie Kirk mentioned on his mm-hmm. on his appearance with Value on Valuetainment, where he said that he feels like the Democrats know that that's not something that they'd ever be able to get again, like that opportunity to like to to, to throw all those things at somebody, yeah, and that it's a once in a lifetime. Thing that that can work yeah, and so that's why they're still so scared of Trump and like with these indictments and all of that stuff coming out because you do think about it it's just like man like what are you all so scared of you already have the voting apparatus all of that but it's just like you know maybe behind the scenes they know like we'll never be able to get that shit to work again
1: <laughs> yeah true but but like uh, to an extent I, I started looking at honestly like look at how much damage we're taking with just one presidency. You know what I mean? Like one presidency, and and uh, and it's uh, it's bad. Like, and it's funny because a lot of the stuff that they said about Trump. Oh, you better worry about World War Three. Oh, you better worry about the economy. Oh, you better worry about. It's literally all happening under Biden's watch. And and uh, and but with the media cool about it. Yeah.
0: which In our first. Uh, segment we're gonna talk about the media
1: and how disingenuous they are. It's not real. It, it's all like, and we've spoken about this countless times. It's like it's it's a propaganda machine now, and you start seeing it. You're like, Wow, this is fucked up. This is the stuff that Trump brought to the light that could never be unseen. You know. Yeah. Um. And he weaponized it. He he used it to his advantage, and in doing so, for a very long time, they were able to they weren't able to stop him. If anything, they were just fueling the, the fire. And again, it, it it it's where they 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 became opportunists. And by they, I mean the the elites that that, that run the country, the corporations that run the country the the special interest cuz i don't ever forget like it's not even a democrat and republican thing cuz remember when uh, when uh i think it was during the primaries the republican primaries uh before trump was elected president where there was a debate that it was him it was marco rubio and it was jeb bush and uh it was it was weird because people kept booing trump and and Trump did something in that debate that that a lot of people wouldn't even think of doing. He said, and it it, it 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 opens up your eyes because you realize it's 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 bigger than left and right. Um, it's like like the elites, so they're booing Trump, and he's like, well, uh, these people are booing me, but these are all special, uh, they're all donors and special interest groups that are here, and I know this because I tried to get tickets and we couldn't get tickets. And the RNC told us that it was just all all these people. So, yeah, yeah, they're booing me, but they're not really you guys. It's not really the people. It's like these yeah. are the people that are here for Jeff, of course. Yeah, because he's, he's like bullying Jeff. It was like one of those, remember how he used to be like, oh, Jeff is not a tough guy, this isn't that. And they're just booing him. And then that their boos kind of became like they, they were weakened because like yeah. he was just revealing everything, Yeah, the behind-the-scenes type of stuff. And so – in the primaries, he revealed a lot about politicians, not about Democrats, and he dominated them all because it was like again, it's a lot of people that are that are bought and paid for. So yes, you can't really be yourself. You know, it, it, um, it, it's easy when you have your script as a politician and you run your shit. But then when the guy comes in and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I don't need those," and then they're booing me because I don't want their money. Yeah, I don't want their money and And so what happened is when you go against the left, and then also the the conservative establishment establishment, yeah, yeah, It's like, wow, this is way bigger of a of an adversary.
0: Well, I I remember, and I think I've told you this before. I, I think I've mentioned it on the the show before. I remember vividly, not originally not taking trump serious like when he originally said he was going to run i didn't take him serious i saw a few of the 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 primary debates and i was like oh like he has good talking points and like stuff like that i didn't see that particular instance in that you just brought up but i saw similar things that i liked that i was like oh that's kind of cool but it's one of those things it's it was sort of like the whole uh uh Ron Paul effect where it's like I this guy has like badass shit to say but he's not gonna win yeah like that type of thing so I was like, oh that that's interesting this that and the third and then I remember one night very like twilight zone ish like I, I took like a one of those like early evening naps And so, like, you know, when you take those early evening naps and you end up waking up, like, at 1 in the morning type thing. So, I wake up at, like, 1 in the morning and I turn the TV on and I see a Trump rally. Like, I guess I'm guessing it's a replay of a Trump rally. And he says, you see those people back there? And he's pointing to the media. He's like, they're dishonest and they won't show people the truth. And then that's when he started, you know, to spin the whole fake news narrative and everything like that. He's like, they won't even show this crowd size. He's like, he's like, pan your cameras back, show the crowd size, and he was like, basically like daring them to like, why don't you? Why don't you? And and then to me, I was like, I was like, what a great moment that I'm I'm witnessing right now because. it's like all right if you show if you pan back and you show the crowd size you show that like well all we're here to do we're not activist media all we're here to do is like report information but yet you won't pan back so like there's something you're those cameramen are getting a directive in their in in their headphones yeah not to pan back but why yeah why won't you show the crowd size? And so yeah. now, like, you're giving so much more validity to the things that yeah. he's saying. And I was like, the fact that he's pointing this out, he could win. Because because yeah. I've never seen anybody do this before. Yeah. I've never seen anybody. And, and from that point on, it went from me telling people. And it's funny, because to this day, like, my dad always credits me. He's always like, man, you know... He's like, you were the only one that said he would win. Like, you were the only one. Like, because from that point on, when I saw that, I was like, he could win. He could win. And it, it turned from he could win. And then, like, I really kept my ear to the street on anything that had to do with Trump. And it went from, like, he could win. To then, I started really paying attention to how he would eviscerate everybody in the yes. primaries. Yeah, and then it went from he could win to nah, he's gonna win. Yeah, he's yep. gonna win. And then when it became when it came time for like he's the nominee versus Hillary, I had no doubt
1: that he would win because yeah. there was
0: no mail in voting back then. All <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> there was no virus to cause mail in voting. Yeah, yeah, it it was it was crazy, and then that that was really like the start of something that really damaged mainstream media and, and 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 you
0: you really got to see the highlighted disingenuous nature of the media you got to see that it is there's a lot of activism involved um and and then from there it just got so much worse i mean like with the virus with with even like Things with like even with the economy, like now a recession, the definition of a recession is different. Like everything. It's just it's all fakeness. It's just like they can manipulate and contort definitions and terminology and it's all like to the to the benefit of the left wing uh administration. If it was a right wing administration, it'd be the total opposite of what it is now.
1: Yeah. Well, look at the look at the Pentagon leaker. Which basically that was a big story. That was a huge story that didn't get the time of day. And it's very it's a very dangerous story. It's a very dangerous leak. There's US troops on Ukraine soil fighting against Russians. That's a huge leak. Um there is China is funding Russia. So the u.s knows this this was leaked and it became like this thing for like a few days and then yeah dude was arrested and uh i think it was cat turd who who, who had a, a tweet oh let me see if i saved it it's funny because it's like the hypocrisy yeah i did save it he said uh remember the rules if you illegally leak anything classified against trump You're a brave whistleblower and you'll get a million dollar book deal or a job at CNN. If you illegally leak anything classified against the Biden regime, even if it proves they're lying about a war, you'll get raided by the FBI, perp walked, slammed in the press as a traitor, and probably spend the rest of your life in prison. And it shows you how powerful the media is. Like, don't make this guy look like, oh my God, he's a leak. He's a, he's a traitor, but. During the Trump era, when people would leak shit, that wasn't even anywhere ba- as bad as this. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, we, we need to interview this person. This person stepped stepped up um, when it came to 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 the kid with the with the MAGA hat and the and the Native American. Oh my God! The Native American is such a poor guy. He was being harassed by the kids and then you start seeing like this is all fake shit stage yeah, let, everything's well, let's is staged.
0: not let's not forget the most blatant example of the mostly peaceful uh, it's like it's a mostly peaceful protest yeah. meanwhile there's a department store ablaze completely ablaze yeah. in the background like yeah i mean at a certain point you know you would expect people to wake up but then you start to realize that it's all it's all
1: very tribal and yes. and and, but there's stuff you can't miss. Like like for example, this weekend, Chicago sh- sh- Chicago youth, uh, rioting downtown. Then you start looking at okay there in uh, in uh, low income areas. Four targets are closing. Four Walgreens are closing. Uh, I forgot what other store. Seventeen WalMarts. So so now you've kill the re- like this it's like almost like well actually even Trump said this like the the true enemy is within it's like it, it'll kill you we'll kill ourselves over someone else taking over and it's happening it's happening like little by little it's a yeah. it's a disease well it's funny cuz me and my dad
0: were talking the other day and and he was saying like and I agree with him he's like I don't even think right now China will do anything with like Taiwan because he's like why do it like you're getting everything you want yeah now so like why like risk escalating like nuclear war and anything when you're getting what yeah. you want like the united states is destroying itself they got a an incompetent dementia patient as their president yeah. like so like why agitate the situation more right now
1: my theory is though at this point in time where america's at they want a war Cause nothing is going their way now, so it's like, for, for so so, you have China funding Russia, China doing uh all these deals with all these the, the bricks yeah w- uh, with Brazil being uh the, the latest to do a deal with them and oh and Russia where oh we'll just trade in in in, in the yuan. Um, Saudi Arabia says, "Oh, well maybe we won't we won't cuz you know any anyone that uh, buys oil has to do it in, in the dollar. dollar that's yeah. that's why petrodollar." Yeah. yeah. That's why in a way even though it's fiat currency, that, that 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 uh or the fiat system, we still in a way like it's backed by something, which is oil instead of gold. And so if the way it's going for America <laughs> and if and if the dollar isn't backed up like there the isn't a petrodollar anymore and now people just exchange in whatever currency they want or the yuan let's say like they start doing it like that like, like you said why would yeah. anyone fight nah, just let's let's crumble them like that because they're crumbling within hmm. and so what will happen is like well now someone's gonna try to do something right Either oh well, all oh, the cartels. All right, well let's let's control Mexico's oil or Venezuela's oil. Some war where it's gonna have to be with that or or world war like three shit. Because like now now that makes sense that you that the U.S. is so adamant about Ukraine. Yeah, because they want a hand in shit because it's like the, the the power is slipping, and so they need to control shit, and so that's why because. And it's not even a a Republican or a Democrat thing. Right now it's a Democrat thing because it's Biden doing it, but it's an establishment thing. Because you start seeing why people do certain things, why we were in Iraq, why we now we're in Ukraine. It's like so 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 to me that that's what kills me is like media cares if they're told to care. Right. You know? Cause, cause, um, if, if they're told by whoever the fuck, Hey, we're not going to talk, we're not going to cover this or we're not going to talk about this. It's not covered and and you're never going to know. And so it, it, w- this would have been status quo had it not been for Trump. Trump is the one who was a, like, hey, this is, this shit is fake. So you better, you better do your due diligence. And as we started doing our due diligence as people, we start noticing things and it's weird how, it's, how, it, how it is how how right because when I was younger to, to, to now things are like almost as backwards with Republicans and, and Democrats yeah and then you're like damn maybe some of the Democrats had, had certain good points before and now you look at Republicans and you're like wow they were on some fucked up shit
0: well I mean it, it, it you also gotta take take there there's there's context too like you have to take into account like no. the timing because it's like it's easy to like look at things from the lens now, yeah, you know it, it's just like those people that say, Oh, if I was around uh, in Nazi Germany, I would have st- I would have stood against the Nazis. No, you probably wouldn't have.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and and that's fine. I don't hold that against you because context. There's context. No, I think what what was revealed because let's let's make no mistake about it. Both the left and the right are s- have have their moments of, of being self serving in their agendas. Yes. So a lot of times, like with stuff, it's like oh, with the Dem- some of the stuff the Democrats on, like it it was like not that bad. It's like yeah, no, because it's like it's it was still it was still se- self serving to an extent. I think what Trump did was he highlighted how self serving. It actually was on both sides, yeah. and it's just like, well, I'm not on that. In fact, by me being here, I'm actually like losing, yeah, personal. And he did like, and in his personal gain, he lost, yeah. In or so I versus these other
1: people, it's like this is all about them. He didn't have a script either, because there was times where they did try and paint him in the corner, you know. Because as a businessman, you do at some, sometimes have to be self serving as well. Because you're in business, and that's how business is. Is in a way Darwinistic, and so remember when they asked them. Uh, so all these investors for your casino in Atlantic City, when you went bankrupt, they what happened? And, and then he's like, he's like, well, you you keep talking about these investors as if they're not like complete like sharks. Like these these are not like these little innocent people. These are sharks. And so I was like. So I did what was best for my business at the time. Uh, I was complimented by many people because I was the first one to get the fuck out of Atlantic City before it all crumbled down. So, so he's like, so, and and investors know. Like sometimes you 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 win, sometimes you lose. Right. It is well, what it but is. But that's what
0: I mean. Like he he stepped away from all of that. Yeah. To serve in politics. Yeah. Yeah. But actually serve, yes. whereas we were so accustomed to politicians on the left and the right being self-serving.
1: Yeah, yeah, like he 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 really is the microphone to the people that 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 are yeah. his followers or that vote for him, which is really what you're supposed to be like a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and
0: and and and. But because of the disingenuous nature of the media, they never highlighted him. In, in that way. Yeah. Now, you take that nature of the media and you apply it to this clip that has gone viral with Elon Musk. Very simple clip. Very simple discussion. N- n- nothing incredibly complex whatsoever in which the journalist says that whether or not Elon Musk is concerned about the hate speech on Twitter since him taking over... And then, so, rudimentary counters that question with, well, can you give me an example (laughs) of this hate speech? And the journalist has nothing. I mean... Absolutely nothing. How incredibly unprepared are you? Because, I mean, I don't believe in the terminology hate speech. So, like, that's not even a question that I would even ask. But if i were going to go down that route i'm sure i could find something on twitter now that's current that would constitute hate speech for those type of people there yeah. are things yeah. so it's not like it doesn't it that doesn't exist if you believe in it but hate speech is one of those things that like you have to believe in it because i don't believe there's such a thing as hate speech like i i don't i don't <sighs> Me being an advocate of freedom of speech void by that. default makes me not be able to believe yeah. in hate
1: speech. Yeah, yeah and, and it's because you're a free speech absolutist. And, and in doing so, you understand you have to take the good with the bad. 100%. People will have thoughts and say things. And that's fine. But when, when you're battling out ideas... The best idea wins. That's why I don't rock with, like, even ABL. Like, that shit kind of, like, blew me the other
0: day. He put out a video where he was criticizing just pearly things for featuring Nick Fuentes on her podcast. He's like, oh, he's... A, and Abba and Preacher were on the same shit, too. They're like, oh, because I guess she got... Her her page got a strike for yeah. having him on or whatever and they were happy about it and they're like yeah this woman she makes her living off of black women and this and this and that and and all, they were saying all this stuff and it's just like so y'all rock with this notion of there are certain people you could rock, you could have a conversation with and a certain people that you can't have a, I don't believe in that. Yeah. I don't believe in that whatsoever. Yeah. I believe like if I had, if I had an opportunity to interview anybody I would interview them. I would yeah. interview them from Trump to Kim Jong-un. I would interview them. I would yeah. talk to them. You know, it doesn't mean I agree with it. It's just this idea that, oh, no, you can't have certain people. You can't talk to certain people. I don't no. agree with that at all.
1: No, because it's, it's... uh, What are you afraid of? And, and because it's
0: such a weak ideology to subscribe to, you have these weak-ass journalists... Power that show up to these interviews and they're unprepared because they've had that ideology as a crutch. And so it's like, well, I don't have to like work, do research, be prepared because we live in this world where, oh, that's wrong think. That's hate speech. I don't have anything else to say about that. I don't need to challenge myself in coming up with something that's a true logical or pragmatic counter to your point. I just get to say these one-off statements that mean nothing. Like, oh, well, that's hate speech. I don't engage with that type. You know, it's it's, it's nonsense. And now you're seeing it spill over into mainstream media, and these people are looking
1: like complete clowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would be considered hate speech now to to the people that believe in hate speech. A man isn't a woman. Yeah, yeah. a woman isn't a man. (gasps) Hate
0: speech! What? Yeah, that is that. Well, remember before Elon Musk, you would get, uh, you would have to if if you said somebody that was transgender, like let's say there was a a man that's transitioning to a woman or wants to be a woman or however the fuck you phrase these things. If you called them a man, they would uh, your they would lock your account and you would have to they would force you to like remove the tweet. Yeah. And now, like, you you could say whatever you want to say, but that's a perfect example of it. It's like, it's such a slippery slope that, like, you can't even talk in reality anymore. Yeah. You can't, you know, it's just like, if, if you express what is the reality of a situation, yeah. of a circumstance, you get in trouble.
1: That's fucked that's, up.
0: That's what believing or subscribing to the ideology of... Oh, there's such a thing as hate speech. There is no. It's just speech. It's just yeah. free speech or censored speech. Yeah. That is there. That that's all it is. There's no. There's really no hate speech. You could. You there could be speech that you hate that you're uncomfortable about that you don't like, but that's the extent of it. But yeah. but for somebody to be honestly like. <laughs> I've thought about like how you, like people say, "Oh, well, it can't be speech," you know, saying to do violence to to somebody. And okay, I, I guess, but to me, even then, it's just like you don't have to listen to it. Like you don't have to adhere to what it's saying. Like if somebody is saying, "Oh, I want you motherfuckers to go out and do a bunch of violence," it's like. Isn't
1: it still up to the individual to listen to it and adhere to it? And they have to be accountable themselves for their own actions. Exactly. And so, yeah. But, I mean, now it's like you could say, oh, we have to fight, march. And then that's uh, inciting a a fucking insurrection. Right. So, um, even though the Democrats were actually inciting violence and they didn't. So, it's like it's a... It's so a double-edged sword if you're if you're on the wrong side of the aisle when it comes to politics, but yeah, that, that's that was hilarious. That was a great moment. That was a great moment. Um, what Elon did, and I think a lot of the stuff goes back to what Trump started. Is you start seeing people step in, and and this is a moment that I don't know that we would have seen had Trump not fucking opened up the curtains and like, look, this is what goes on in the background. Yeah. This might not have been something that Elon would have been like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to buy Twitter. Cause this shit is getting wild. Maybe that, that shit would have just been like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely wholeheartedly believe the chances
0: of Elon Musk buying Twitter would have been way, way
1: less. Yeah. Because you, you shine the light on, on, on shit and then people are going to look at it and say, man, you know what? I, I I do really want to make a change for the better because now I'm seeing that I have a calling. And that's that's the thing like when people do amazing things that that goes above and beyond like whatever y- your scope of a life is is like it's this is bigger than me. Other people will then have their eyes open and then they're they're going to be like oh wow this is this is this is an injustice, you know? Because had there been no Trump, the status quo would have been the status quo. Yeah. Like, oh, that, someone just got banned for Oh, yeah, that's the norm, though. Yeah, yeah, they got... And, and things... No hate speech. Things would have gone the way that they're going, but I think a lot of trend. people...
0: I think a lot of people would have been less aware of these things, because yeah. it, it's funny you say that, because I was watching this interview with uh, Gary from Nerd Roddick, and he was on the... On a show from this chick from Prager U. I like her. Have you seen her? I her her name is like uh uh a a a Kobe Ipunibi or something like that. She's on Prager U. I, I know I'm probably totally butchering her name. I I totally apologize, but she's for Prager U and she has her own show on there. Uh I think it's called
1: Unapologetic with uh are are you familiar with her? I think I'm subscri- I, I've seen some of her. Po- she has that white microphone, right? Yeah.
0: Or oh, she has white headphones. I don't know if she has a white mic. Yeah. But
1: uh. I wish I knew her, uh, her name. I've seen. I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, but anyway, she did. Uh, she was interviewing Gary from Neurotic, and it was a pretty good interview. And she asked Gary from Nerd Erotic a great ass question because obviously she knows that he's embedded deep in, like, you know, the nerd culture and comics and everything like that. And she asked him, when did everything start to change in terms of, like, all these movies like getting super, super diverse and, like, you know, to the point where it's, like, super contrived and it's, like, off the rails? And uh, he was like, he's like, to be honest, he's like Trump. He's like Trump because these studios are respond. They they think this is the appropriate response to Trump. Yeah, because all of this crazy narrative got spun up of like white supremacy and like all this nonsense that we all know doesn't exist. Like I I mean we you and you and I joke about it all the time. Like. You know, I I've seen crazy things. I've seen game bangers. I've seen like a lot of like criminal elements. I've never once in my life encountered a white supremacist. Yeah, never once. And that you know that's what that was his answer. Being and in
1: America, I ha- I haven't one time encountered that. And I've actually seen <laughs> like like one black man say some shit. About a group of people that are not American and dude get canceled everywhere. Kanye West. Yeah. And so I've seen that conspiracy theory be like, wow, wait, wait, wait a minute. The fuck are these motherfuckers doing? You can't even say certain shit. Her and name. Now you get canceled. Her name is Amala Ekpunobi. Yeah. Yeah. I know who, who she is. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's white headphones. Yep. This chick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But uh but yeah, but she did a, a very good interview and uh it there was a, a real interesting interview and it was uh she, I, I felt like she asked like really good questions. Um but yeah And who, who'd who she interview? Gary from Nerd Rodic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh yep. The main guy. Yeah. The main guy uh, over at Nerdrotic. Yeah, but uh it was it was interesting and uh and it it, it it's funny because they were talking about how like that response how it wasn't an appropriate response. One because it's a response to something that's non-existent. Number yeah. one, like yeah. you're responding, you're responding to 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 delusion or figments of your imagination. Yeah. Number one, and you're investing billions of dollars into that. It's not no. like just some shit that like you you're thinking in your mind. No, no. You're investing billions of dollars into it. And as a result, you're losing what seems to be for Marvel the traje- Marvel Disney the trajectory of losing billions for just not focusing on good content. It being agenda driven. So it was, it was an interesting interview. Um, and you know, and that's that's and that's all because of the media, the way the media spins certain things and and that's sad. and that's and that's where we're at and you know that that moment with Elon Musk and that BBC journalist was a perfect representation of of that you know on a smaller level but perfect representation of that how they operate yeah and how when they're able to put out their messages and there's no pushback they're okay with it but when there's pushback they always look awful they always look so stupid yeah which if you notice Over the course of the last, definitely since Trump, since 2016, you notice that a lot of these news websites, they've taken away their comment sections. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have. Yeah. And a lot of them, even on like their YouTube videos, they don't have the comments turned on anymore because it's like they already know like we look look stupid when there's pushback. So we got to live in a world. Like, a lot of these college students, like, it's just like, oh, I don't have to acknowledge this because you're from the patriarchy or whatever dumb shit that they come up with. It's that mindset of, like, denial, denial, denial. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to respond to pushback. No matter how legit or pragmatic it is. Yeah. And, and a lot of times The pushback is civilized Because the way Elon Musk went about it It was very civilized Yeah He didn't like yeah. flip
1: out On the guy No not at all Not at all Like he just Was not Going to Just let that motherfucker Ride with some shit like that Without being like Well can you give me Specific examples Yeah and perhaps not, that might not have been that he was trying to get that motherfucker stuck. Maybe he was just asking because he's running Twitter and wants to know. Oh, Maybe am I, he gen- it was,
0: yeah, he genuinely, yeah, hundred yeah.
1: percent. Like, because that's what I would do. Like, if I have if I was the owner, if I, if I was the the running Twitter, and someone says some shit like that, I say, "Well, what? What? Can you give me an example?" That would be my question. That would be a legitimate question from from me from the bottom of my heart, like. I want to know what you're talking about because I want to look into it. I want to see if there's a, it, an algorithm it, yeah. I can make so so I could, like, fix that part. Like, I don't want motherfuckers, like, out here saying some wild shit either. Like, but let's be civilized. This is a place of discord or Not discourse. Me. If I'm
0: running things, I'm letting it ride. <laughs> like, right? uh, the only thing is that the, you can't post, like, no no nothing involving children. But, like, Ooh, yeah. other than that... Let it ride, baby. Like (laughs) you post whatever you want, say whatever you want. Yeah, and then you'd want to know, but you would want to. know. If someone told you
1: that, you'd want to know. Like, okay, what are you talking about? I
0: would want to know. I would want to know. But like, I, I, I would. There would not be arrogance. I would tell him. I I would probably have said, uh, "Yeah, well, I just flat on its face reject your notion of hate speech." Yeah. So, but what do you mean? Just block them. Yeah. (laughs) Should
1: would did you, you know that you could block people on Twitter? Right, you don't have to. Exactly. Follow these motherfuckers. Yeah, that's true. Now, now looking into like cuz cuz that was a interesting interview and a, an interesting moment and a moment a good moment for the c- culture war and for the culture in general. Um what do you think is going to be talked about on uh Tucker's interview of
0: Definitely that. Yeah. Definitely that. It's going to be the Tucker interview is going to be the antithesis to what that interview was. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's going to be interesting. And I mean, Tucker's just getting all the great interviews. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just, he's just, he's just like, oh, Trump, first interview after indictment. Let me get that. Yeah. Elon Musk, first interview after this whole viral moment. Let me get that. Like, that's yeah. just, that's great. And, and that's. That's why Tucker is necessary, you know, because, yeah. Yeah. you know, I I'm, and it's going to be interesting because, because you could tell in the clip that Tucker posted, they're going to talk about other stuff too, because it's like, they're going to talk about like, you know, how much information the government has on Twitter and like the, 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 the influence that they had on Twitter. I know all of that is going to be brought up and that's, that's going to be great.
1: Even more interesting. Yeah. Because that's the stuff that you don't, you know, you don't know. You don't know about and you'd like to know to see what the fuck. And, and like, we've been finding out a lot. Like, just like, like that Pentagon leak. Like yeah, this or, shit. or
0: like when we found out like how basically Elon Musk put out systematically how the feds went about burying the Hunter Biden laptop yeah. story. I mean, that's crazy. That, yeah. That's crazy. And the idea that. That first off, the rest of the media doesn't care about that. And like Biden voters, they're just like, so yeah, whatever. Like so, so oblivious to it. Yeah. No, I don't even know if they're oblivious to it. I don't think, I just think they don't care. Like I said, things are tribal, you know?
1: Yeah, but but that's not a way to be because I, I would give a fuck if it was the other way around. But I, I think we're pretty fair. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: No, I don't expect others to operate in the same in the same capacity as we do.
1: Yeah, if anyone on on a quote unquote our side of the aisle is on some fuck shit, we'll be like, hey, "This motherfucker's on some fuck shit." I don't I don't mess with with that. Like we've done to Trump a few times. Yeah, like where you know all oh, this, this and that, criticized it, and 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 gave our thoughts on it same thing with with certain people that we a lot we lo- love their content like look at the stuff we we, we had to say about the whole um louderwood Crowder and, and daily wire we we st- stood our ground on what we believed without being you know we were we had our judgment to give on on what how we think it should have been handled but you know I think that's just a so- sobering truth yeah the truth shall set you free. So, um, yeah, we weren't, we weren't cruel about how
0: we went about things. No. You know, we said what we said about both sides and how we felt. And I, th- I remember we even had an episode where I was conflicted because I was like, man, you know, it's tough because, you know, Crowder's content is great. But, you know, I feel a certain way about how he went about things. But, you know. We talked about that, but um, speaking of the Daily Wire, reading the Daily Wire up, going into our next segment with Ben Shapiro, so we've talked about how much of a Trad con Ben Shapiro is um Trad Connery <laughs> we've talked about that before. Not just him, we've talked about it. Uh, Tucker has displayed some trad Connery. Um, other guys, maybe not, not necessarily trad Connery, but gynocentrism, like Andrew Tate, yeah, stuff like that.
1: Crowder, he's trad, yeah, he's trad that Connery. Connery, yeah, trad Connery has many faces, yeah, <laughs> one not being Sean Connery, right. <laughs> 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 that shit. we need to make like a clip on trad connery whenever we talk talk about trad you know, you know connery you, you
0: you seen that you remember the clip from the of, of uh sean connery from the rock where he's like uh where nicholas cage is like i'll try and then and then uh sean connery i was about to call his ass trad Connery <laughs> when, when sean connery was like uh sean connery is just like try he's like He's like, uh, he's like, lo- I think he says something along the lines like, "Losers try, or uh, winners go home and fuck the prom queen." And I was like, "That's so like not tried kind shit." Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, let me find. It. I gotta find it.
1: <laughs> but, uh, that shit's tried country, bro. <laughs> <laughs> veiled in <laughs> veiled in red pillory. <laughs> yeah, that that that's uh. That's definitely gonna be something where right here, right here, we coin. Got you got it. Yeah. <laughs> you sure you're ready for this? I'll do my best. Your best. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Greatest <laughs> 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 shit.
0: So yeah, <laughs> that's the rock. Yeah, but uh, but anyway. Anyway, um, so, you know, for anybody that doesn't know what being a trad con is, it's basically guys that think that it's like the way to go through life is like get married, start a family, do things in the traditional sense. That's where trad comes from. It's like trad con is like traditional conservative And the problem with that ideology and why when somebody calls somebody a tradcon, it's to a certain extent meant to be a disparaging remark is because in today's day and age, we see more and more that that does not work. Yeah, especially in a big city, it doesn't work. And like, there's all the data out there to support that. Yeah, it's not like us just saying, "Oh no, it doesn't work." No, like, like look around you. There's broken homes everywhere. There's divorce everywhere. There's motherfuckers getting taken to the cleaner everywhere. Yeah. So when you get trad cons telling men to operate in a traditional capacity, you're really telling men to take a risk and gamble a humongous risk yeah and what are the rewards for that risk because the thing is i'm okay in life with taking risk yeah but you risk a lot to gain a lot or you risk a lot to save a lot but you don't risk a lot to gain a little or risk a lot to save a little that's that's just that that's not an ideology that that will ever work out for you no and so, but you do have men out here doing that risking a lot to gain very little, yeah. or in some cases, gain nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gain so, less. Gain less. And so so you have to be careful with that. And so when a guy like Tucker or or Crowder or Shapiro perpetuate their trad connery to an extent I, I can be gracious and empathetic to an extent where I understand, well, it works for those guys. I mean, they're they yes. we're talking multimillionaires. Yeah. We're talking guys that, you know, maybe they're from a place very different from the place that I'm from. Yes. like they, they, so I'm I mean, lot variables. I, there's variables. and and it, because those variables exist, I'm willing to be gracious and and empathetic to a certain extent. But when you start pu- pumping that message out to other people, and not factoring in their variables yeah. for their environment, then I become I, I start to get a little less gracious and a little yeah. less empathetic because I feel like you're doing more harm than good yeah. at that point.
1: And everything has its good and its bad, right? A lot of people looked at l- looked at gangster rap like this bad thing without actually looking into. Some of the greatness of it, some of the stuff that we grew up listening to that uplifted you, even through that information, and so, but it's like if it, it it it's like the equivalent of me saying gangster rap is the way everyone should go, and every this is the end all be all. No, I come from an environment where I understand certain elements of the music, certain elements of this thing, uh, of 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 the themes being spoken about, but. This does not apply to everybody. Right. That's it. That's all. And so the way Tradcons sometimes behave is like, no, this applies to everybody. The world would be a better place if they just go off of the way we go off. And that's just not the case. No. It's not the case. Things are different. Environments are different. Situations are different. And so in a way, you have to, to, even if you don't want to be a product of, of your environment, the way to not be a product of your environment is to at some point have been a product of your environment having to live in 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 a in an environment where you are open to certain things yeah you know and you see broken homes you see guys getting taken to the cleaners you see you're exposed to it exactly you see it all you see that you hang out with the kids that are part of the divorced mom the, who's out there. Like, and,
0: and, like you said, doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean you become a part of it, but that level of exposure makes you aware of the realities. Exactly. And that's the thing. I think because these guys are not from that environment, they don't understand. Yeah. They also. I don't know in their culture, in their environment, how many times they've seen a motherfucker taken to the cleaners. <laughs> but that's some sad stuff, too. Yeah. It's yeah. very sad. So you have to factor all that in. So I'm going to play the clip. It's a it's from a YouTube short from Ben Shapiro. And in this clip, he's basically giving a commentary on an appearance by Fit from the Fresh and Fit podcast on one of the Valuetainment shows. And on that appearance, Fit is basically describing the position that he feels men should be in before considering marriage. Now, uh, uh, caveat to this. I've said this before. I think we've actually done episodes about it in the past. I'm not a fan of Fresh and Fit. I don't. uh, I don't. I think there's a lot of things about them that are, are are kind of fraudulent. There's a lot of things about them that I, I just f- flat out don't rock with. But in this particular case, there's not a lot that Fit is talking about that I disagree with. But mind you, this is not a whole long speech or monologue or anything. It's, it's a very quick clip. Yeah, and no. he's just going over some bullet points of things that he believes men should try to attain before even considering getting married and and i agree with it for the most part not there's one thing that and we'll go over there's one thing that i i don't totally agree with but i wanted to 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 put out put that out uh do you have anything your thoughts about the clip before i play
1: the short uh, just ladies and gents, be ready for some trad connery. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about it after. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, yeah, that's just uh, a quick little caveat. All right. Here's the here's a clip.
1: I say all the time, uh, in today's day and age, you shouldn't be getting married until you're at least 35. That was my married. next question as for you. I, 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 yeah. As a man, what age what should you women? consider getting married? So, I have... Oh, hold on. Hold this on. is my... I say all the time, uh, in today's day and age, you shouldn't be getting married until you're at least 35. That was my next question for you. As a a man, what age should you consider getting married? So I have, this is my thing that I tell guys. I think 35 years old, had slept with at least 50 women, 100K per year. You're in shape, and uh, you got six months to one year of savings. All right, done. I got to get married. I've done all that. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's That's easy.
0: Here's the Republic right there. So, that is a recipe for a terrible marriage, by the way, guys. Waiting until you're 35 and have slept with 50 women, that is a terrible recipe for marriage by every available data point. It turns out that you are much better in terms of getting married if you get married younger if you do not have a wide variety of sexual partners all the stuff about you know being in shape and having money and all the rest like you should try to do that generally speaking but this notion that you wait until you're 35 you've already made a bevy of mistakes that have shaped your character and made you much more rigid as a person and that you should have had a basis of comparison in terms of sex of dozens and dozens and dozens of women no the data do not support this and it's stupid
1: i say all the time uh, in today's day and age you shouldn't be getting married until
0: so yeah now for you guys listening, you should see when Ben Shapiro is listening to fit say that, he just gets completely slack-jawed and he's in utter disbelief yeah. that of, of what he's hearing, like his his precious ears can't can't contain this information. Um he's just and you could tell that like, he's having a
1: hard time processing yeah. it having a whole glitch and shit Um, yeah I mean I could see from his standpoint and his history of how he said he met his wife young and in college and had, had not built an empire yet but wanted to and now they have kids and they're happily married I could see him looking at, at fit and this is what we were talking about like the the environment that you're in and what you've been exposed to but you have to understand this is a motherfucker from Miami yeah <laughs> like this is this is a big big ass caveat yeah like this man knows you know what, what women are on in that environment and Very it's like, much. well, no, don't focus on on getting with a chick. Like all the chicks wanna do is party. Look look for the guy with the with the with the Lamborghini or the Ferrari or the Aston Martin. Go to the clubs. So no, focus on yourself, be fit, have your money, have a savings, and then worry about dating and doing all of that. And I, I think that's sound advice.
0: Now, what what I will say that the thing that I disagree is like I don't think you, it has to be like fifty women that you sleep with. Oh by, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that I think I, he, I think that's that he's being like kind of like
1: hyperbolic about that. Yeah, I didn't take it as like I took it like be be out there, be out there with women. I wouldn't take that, but that's the thing, though, too. A lot of people, they'll take a comment like that and and really, like, think 50. I never, I didn't even, like, that comment didn't even, like, register in my head. Like, damn, 50
0: women? But I feel like Shapiro was taking it literal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, you know, because not everybody's going to be in that mode, Right. To, to be, oh, I'm going to be with this girl, with this girl. And that's fine. like Teach their own. You could have been with three women, four women, five women, zero women. Um, I don't think zero women would be good either. I think that you should have some form of experience. Well, yeah, because you
0: don't have no experience. Yeah. yeah. So you at know-
1: 35, you better be uh, like aware of what the fuck is going on in the dating scene, the dynamics, how to talk to a girl. Only way you know how to do that is if you go out, date, and sleep with a few of them. That's just the natural course of things. You because you ain't gonna meet no angel at thirty-five unless you're dating like super, super young, yeah. And even then, there ain't gonna be no angels. So, right. so like, let's be real and honest here. And so, I think that's Shapiro not really understanding the environment and the real the realities, the harsh realities.
0: A hundred percent. And I think a lot of these uh, trad cons. they give so much reverence for men that follow that same ideology like oh the fact well actually the conservative movement at large is on that it's just like oh family men and and uh building a family and and all of this stuff And which there's nothing wrong with that in and of itself the problem is is like you're revering it like if it's like some game-changing stuff and it, and it's really just like like basic level operation.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and so <laughs> you look at like what we were talking about in the prior segment, like what's going on around the world. If I was the enemy of the United States and I see how the trad cons operate, because every triad con that I know, or at least guys that like operate like a triad con, maybe they themselves isn't a triad con, but they operate like yeah. in the triad con capacity. They're not like they're not doing anything exceptional, like sh- the guys like Shapiro, the the Tuckers, the Ooh, yeah, the, the the the, the Stephen Crowders. Those are the exceptions. But what percentile? Yeah, that's a, the, the minimal minimal. Yeah, like those yeah. are the exceptions the basic trad con isn't doing anything exceptional so you take that you factor that in and if i'm the enemy i would want more trad cons than guys like fit because I've, i've heard fit in the past talk about like he's like very he's like a gun enthusiast you could tell that that's a guy. Again, I don't rock with fresh and fit, but this is these are just the things yeah. that like I I know about them and I observe like them being on some business stuff and like I feel like they would have like they have a more when it comes to the relationship dynamics, yeah. not other aspects like not politics, not even culture really, but just relationship di- dynamics. They have a, a more well rounded mindset on that stuff than like a guy like Shapiro does. Yeah, it's just like if you're the enemy of a nation what type of men would you be more scared of the guys like fit or the guys like Shapiro fit.
1: you know what I'm saying yeah. exactly like those would be more of the chess players I would think of well it's a man that operates he has nothing to lose you know trad cons don't necessarily operate in that way you know a lot a lot of the dynamics that Trump had with foreign adversaries was like, he came in with, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Fuck you. How about that? You do that. I'll blow your shit up.
0: Well, it's funny because in the Tucker interview, he says that he, he says that he, he basically reveals what he told, um, uh, the, I forgot the name. Who was it? Uh? The 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 Putin? No, well, he told Putin the same thing. Uh, but no, it was the 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 top dog in Afghanistan. Um, I forgot his name, but but basically, he told Putin the same thing. Like, yeah. if you do anything with Ukraine, it, I'm gonna get super busy. And he's like, and I'm not gonna reveal exactly what I said, but it was to the point where Putin like didn't even believe that I would really did would really do it. But it was ten percent, and like what he told the the head honcho in Afghanistan that uh, he's like he showed they showed them a, a picture of his house, and like they were like, yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah like if you do anything if you do anything, it's over yeah you know, it's like that that type of mentality yeah. yeah and 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 then also it's just like you the guys like a guy like fit you could tell that he's less likely to like let a woman. Like come in and consume his life. Yes, because that's the other thing too. Like a lot of people, they don't they don't realize like a lot of these Tricons, like they're like their women run everything.
1: That, but also like even if they didn't, even if you did run stuff, you also run the risk of as a leader, you have a person who is scared to lose somebody. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and so, liability. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm not you know whatever I'm not knocking if that's the way you want to live your 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 life, you have. Uh, it's okay, but that's where you have to be able to separate though. Like that's that's the shit that separates the boys from the men is a man that could, let's say live a more traditional conservative lifestyle. But when it's time to lead, it's like, all right, I don't give a fuck. Like all bets are off. But on the surface level, how many, would be like that. Whereas a motherfucker who's who operates like fit from Fred, fresh and fit, you are already on that. You already don't give a fuck. I have nothing to lose, baby. I I, I built my shit like I don't really worry about. Uh, go ahead, come at me, come at me. You're gonna be naturally a lot more rebellious as a man. Yeah. Well, because
0: you're you the you you're not. On a day to day living, like in this realm of conformity.
1: Yes. Yeah. And, and, and see, when you live in the realm of conformity, it, it, it's gonna happen to people. Like, if, if if that's if that's a constant, you you might not even you you might not even see yourself worrying about like some of the shit that you should be worried about and worried about like normy shit. Yeah. And it's like that. It takes a really strong mind to be able to have that hyper focus on, on on the on the prize, on the on on the future. Yeah. And sometimes when 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 men are with women, it's like you think of the present and it's like that's that's fine. And they to tend an to extent. get they tend to get docile. Yes. And and it's like, no, when you have that hunger for the future, you could be with a woman, but you will always have that hunger. That hunger no ain't nobody gonna get away. She's yeah. not getting in the way, nobody's gonna get in the way. And so it's 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 different. Now out of out of the stuff that Shapiro had to say about what Fit had to say was there anything that you agreed with or that you could kind of see his stance?
0: Well, I could see the stance of well, first off, I don't know what what uh uh data and metrics he's using to to make his argument because other data and metrics that are out there shows that like marriage is like n- n- not a good investment, so like I don't know like what what data he was going off of, but one thing I will say, um uh well I don't, I don't know if marriage is an investment. It's not a good move, let's just put it that way. Yeah. <coughs> For this generation in today's day and age, maybe you know, in the past is different, but uh one thing I will say that I agree with what Shapiro said. Whereas when he said that, like, you know, you should try to be in shape and and earn money, generally speaking, I agree with that. Like, I don't think that's something that you need to do, like, before you're married or after you're married or that should be like a constant thing. But I understand why it needs to be said because we see so many men that, like, the minute that they have, like, a consistent woman, or or they are married, like fitness and striving for more. That just totally goes out of the window.
1: Yeah, and that's where again we go. We talk about the the type of person. Like, yeah, Ben, you're in relatively decent shape. You're a very successful businessman. Not a lot of people operate the way you do. Right. You know, look at look at uh Crowder. Crowder's a pretty husky dude, pretty fit. Yeah, very successful. Has a lot of shit going for himself. So yeah, you you naturally will see things your way because you know that's how you see it. But for the most part, a lot of dudes they they'll just get overweight, get that beer belly. Yeah, they're not on that. Either. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing much that you got going on. Uh, and so that that's definitely not a lifestyle you want either. And so I, I could see why you're saying that you you see that with Ben Shapiro, but I think also fit was saying it in the sense of like focus on you. Yeah. So I, I don't think he was saying it in the manner of only work on this shit until you're 35 and then you could no. But I think what he's looking at is these are the priorities. Yeah. In your 20s, this is what your priority should be. Fuck all this getting with a girl like nah like like have your fun but work on your purpose work on yourself on the betterment on all the aspects of yourself and then 35 you've 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 done it you're good you've saved you're making good money all right well then you could consider it you're right like you look at like Jerry Seinfeld like
0: amazing show great stand up career and I, I think that dude, he got married, like, when he was 40. it, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just like, you know, if, if, so I understand where fit is coming from. Like, if, if you are going to consider going that route. Yeah. You know, have done what you wanted, uh, have done a lot of what you wanted to do, your accomplishments, everything like that. Shapiro's making it sound like you should get married at 18 type shit. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That, that's what he sounds like. Well, you got to be young and innocent and no experience at all. Well, that's bad too. Like yeah. you might be walking right into a trap. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? If you grew up where we grew up. Oh, uh, that's all, that's, bad. that's <laughs> you're, all bad. You're all fucked up. So that's, that's unrealistic too. So yeah. Yeah, that, that, shit, that shit was pretty interesting though.
0: Yeah. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, you can go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merchandise. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.